wicket. She lays it off. Teresa Polias. It's an absolute peach. Yes, driving. What a hit from Melina Rez. Wow. And Sam Kerr has a hat trick. Meet him up. One now. Back on Radio Dub on FNR. As I'm your host, your friend Pong, and with me as always, Josh. That was a good guest. We had Brianna uh, Polisina from Melbourne City on, but now we have another great guest from South Australia, Paige Haywood. Paige, good to have you on the show. How are you? Good, thanks. Thank you for having me. Now, Paige, you guys have got a little bit of time off Adelaide because you guys didn't play this weekend, uh, and you've got a little bit of a break. What are you, what are you doing in that break? Yeah, pretty much just like one of my friends came over, so spending some time with her, training, getting refocused for our upcoming match against Perth. And I think our focus is like pretty much play our game and moving forward. And now we have some off time, which has been good to recuperate and get ready to go for this next part of the season. So if people haven't seen you play before, you've been playing right fullback most of the season, but I noticed you've got the number nine on your back. So is do you always play right back? I have been this season, but no, usually I've either been, I've been moved around. So originally it was a sentiment, then I went to the wing and I sometimes do play a number nine. There you go. So utility player, always useful for a coach to have. Uh, how are you finding the, the new role at, at fullback? Because you, you're certainly getting forward plenty, I notice. It's a little bit different. At first, that's one position that I hadn't played up until the last week. And the girls around me also gave me the support, which helped a lot. And they were like, just do what you do defensively and make sure you get up. So it's different, but it also gives me a little bit more opportunity because I don't have a 1v1 battle. I usually have some space ahead of me, which is good. And it gives me, it lets me know of, how I need to play because usually I'm in front of the fullback. So now I'm in the reverse role. See, Paige, before we even get, you know, into the football, your accent, it's it's a bit of everywhere. Now I'm I'm trying to place it, but I'm not good at placing accents. Can you give us a little bit of background on it? Okay, well, I went to the US and in Texas. I was there for like seven years. Also been in Austria for about six months. So I think it's just a mix. And then mum and dad go, no, you need to lose the accent. So I think it's a bit of Australian as well. <laughs> it's, it's everywhere. But I, I, I appreciate and I love it. You spoke about your time in, in, the, in the US, in Texas. What was that like? What was it like playing college um, football over there? I loved it. Like I've learned so much. Just the experience of going overseas. Um, US is more physical. So going to the gym, um, Skills-wise, you were out training like twice a day, almost every day. So I think it was a bit different, but I love the experience. Would go back anytime and do it again. So that's why I'm not a professional athlete, Josh. Training two times a day. I'm taking two naps a day. Come on. <laughs> no way. <laughs> well, tell us about how you ended up going over to the U.S. in the first place, how the opportunity presented itself to you and, and what you made of the experience, not only on the pitch, but just lifestyle-wise. When I was younger, I had played representative soccer. So I was with RPR, um, Inter, all those teams and always playing up a few grades, but wasn't really being seen. So I was like, well, I think I need a different opportunity, different uh, change if nothing's happening. So told my mom, came home one day actually and told mom, I go, I want to go to college. 
And she goes, what do you mean? And I go, well, I want to go overseas and play and study. And she goes, okay, well, how do we do it? I said, just take me to the embassy in the city. And she's like, okay, I can do that. And then they pretty much told me just email coaches and reach out. And that's exactly what I did. And then my parents were like, okay, well, you need a full ride. If not, you're not going to go to try to keep me. And I was like, okay, well, this is going to be hard. But did it. Kept reaching out to coaches. Eventually, one gave me a full ride to University of Texas in Brownsville. And I was like, okay, I'm going. And they were like, no, you're not. And I was like, yes, I am. Do you want to speak to the coach? <laughs> and then it just – and then I every year I would take it, okay, one year at a time, if I don't like it, I could come home. And then it just kept going. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to come home in 2019. And then they called me and were like, oh, can you come back? Okay, yes. <laughs> so then it just kept happening. That's amazing. That's like, a wild story. I, no, no, I see – I wouldn't the determination to email and email to the, the points. Okay, to tell your parents, you know, we're going to the embassy, and your parents are like, sure, let's go. My parents are like, have you lost? Would have been like, have you lost your mind? What do you mean you're going to the embassy? What are we doing at the embassy? Yeah, we, we look like a bunch of strays. But you've managed to go to the embassy. They've told you where to go. You followed through, and that's that's quite impressive to have that level of determination. Is that something that plays into the way you play football as well? I think so. Like my parents put me in when I was four and I was like, I don't want to play this. I want to play rugby league. And they're like, well, you're not going to play rugby league because I have two brothers that played rugby league. So you stay with this or you find something else. And I was like, okay, well, I'll stay with this and be good at it. Yeah. Well, just as well then. Exactly. <laughs> Playing in the A-League women's. I, think, I feel like it's all worked out, hasn't it, Josh? <laughs> Seems like it. So did you get to pursue much study amid all that training over in the US? Uh, what, what did you end up uh, specializing in? Yeah, so I have a Bachelor of Science in Dietetics, so as a dietitian. Nice. So uh, you're always lecturing your teammates on what they should and shouldn't be eating, or you keep that to yourself? Sometimes. Well, most of the time they ask me, I'll look at what I'm eating and think, oh, well, I need to change what I'm eating. And I go, what I like, you might not like. So I'm not too worried about what they eat. How do you, how do you pick to be a dietitian? Like, uh, it's, not, it's not a typical, you know, specialty. You see a lot of college students, you know, pick like media degrees and stuff like that. How did the dietitian path find you? you I think when I was younger, my parents were like, you're like obsessed with food. And I was like, wow, I actually am. So, and like what I ate and what I would do and different things like that. And then I was like, okay, well, I'm actually passionate about it. So then that's how I got into it. I feel like we need to do one of those sort of magazine supplement pieces of Paige Hayward's Day on a Plate. What's the what's the most interesting sort of fad superfood that you've embraced? Or do you not pay attention to all those goji berries and things? I don't, but I do like the dark chocolate, like acai blueberry mm. chocolates. Okay. And they're like my go-to. That actually sounds pretty good. I had, I'm on board. I had like one of the, like I had quinoa salad, Josh, and I felt so <laughs> good about myself. I said, I am on a path, yeah. I am... I'm 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 a new woman in 2022. Quinoa salads all the way. That's where I'm going. Now we just need the Chinese restaurant downstairs to uh, start closing earlier, so we exactly. can't veg out after the show. Uh, Paige, tell us about Adelaide United and how that opportunity came up. Because you know you've gone the roundabout route to to playing back home in Australia. Yeah, so I went to Austria earlier in the year, went back to the US, and with COVID and everything, I was sort of like I've been away from home a year and a half, maybe even more, almost two years. So I was like, I think I'm ready to go home. So I got an agent, FNX Sports, and then within a few days I had signed with Adelaide with him. Easy. 
That is yeah, it worked out really, really fast. And I had already met Stence. So that was a, in 2019 I had met him. And I was happy with the environment when I came then and I was just injured. So to come back, I was like, that's great. What's the team like at Adelaide? Is it, you know, is it a really bubbly team or is everybody individually focused? Like what's the team, you know, unity like? Definitely everyone is bubbly. Like when we're off the field, we're usually all hanging out and we all get along really well. And I think that's really what drives the team is that everyone gets along and okay, let's go to the beach today. Different things and everyone's included. That's great. I mean, uh, where does that culture come from? Is it just certain big personalities in the team end up organizing that stuff? Is it from the coach? What, what, how, do, how do you build that chemistry? Because there's a lot of turnover in the LA Women's League. I think the, the core group is the one that organizes everything. And then also with the coaching staff, they also implement it and say, like, this is a team environment. It's not about individuals. It's how we work together. Well, it seems to be beginning to gel. What, what do you think the, the team still needs to do this season to, to really push um, further up the standings? Because I think some of the football you've played has been quite impressive. Just maybe the results haven't quite come yet. I think our biggest thing is finishing in the final third. Mm. We combine, it's that final pass that we just need to get on to. Or our hustling has been great. It's just finishing. Getting that ball in the back of the net, I think, is our biggest thing that we need to do. I think I'd agree with that because I've seen Adelaide play, I think, twice now against Melbourne Victory and Melbourne City down here. And in both games, the squad is actually quite good and they play really nice football. Maybe the opponents are a little, might be a little bit higher and they've been together for a little bit longer, but the football that Adelaide play is quite good. What has been the message from the coaching staff about, you know, after those games that, you know, they haven't gone the way, but you've played some good football? I think the biggest thing is we start off sometimes slow. So it's starting off when the whistle goes and make sure we're working hard. Everyone knows our roles and that we work hard for the full 90 minutes instead of going in, switching off for because those we um, get goals against in like two minutes and we'll get two goals against. And it's like those important moments when we have to stay focused and move forward with it. How big an impact do you think Dylan Holmes is going to have on, on her return? Because she's a player with Matilda's appearances under her belt and we know she's got an eye for goal. Uh, could that be just the reinforcement you need to, to start putting the ball in the back of the net? I hope so. I think she's come in pretty well and training has been good. Also, just her off-the-ball movement helps so much. So I think she'll come in firing and it will help our team a lot. And what about for you? What role do you see yourself playing for the rest of the year? Because uh, you can sort of play anywhere. Do you, do you, are you sometimes a victim of your own versatility that you, your position seems to change week to week? Honestly, I don't mind as long as I'm on the field. That's the main thing and wherever for the um, team need me. But I would rather up the field a little bit more. But at the same time, I don't really get to choose. So, yeah, having versatility, sometimes you can't settle in one spot. So it's like I was on the left wing the week before and now I'm on the right back. If you were to describe your playing style, how would you describe it to somebody who's never, you know, seen it before? Um, I don't know. Like, I feel like... I get the ball and I'll go forward, drive at someone, which I've only got over the past few years. And then I think my fitness is one that I'll battle you no matter what and I'll be physical with you. It's the sort of game that I'll play. 
She's got the nutritional advantage exactly. as well. So that's that's a key factor. Uh, this is a bit of a self-indulgent question, but um, we both uh, do a bit of MPL Victoria stuff. Uh, I've done a bit of commentary for the Women's League, and I was very heartened to see the amount of uh, MPL Victoria or MPLW Victoria players being given an opportunity. And a couple of them have gone to Adelaide this year. Uh, Riona Amia, uh, who had a chance with South Melbourne and then immediately jumped up to the A-League, and also Leia Varley, who's... Um, big prospect at, at centre-back. How have those two players adapted to the, the professional environment? I think they've adapted really well. Coming in, like, every training session, they give everything. Riona, as a centre-mid, I think she's a bit dangerous and I like getting the ball because she has a lot of vision mm. and so smart. Leah comes in hard every single time and literally you know that she's going to run through someone and get the ball and go. Also dangerous with beating players. Yeah, she's sort of surprisingly good on the ball for, you know, a player of her size and physicality. She sort of, sort of takes you by surprise, doesn't it? Yeah, she's very agile. And you get the ball to her, she'll do a couple of moves and get around you. I think she's got around me a couple of times and I'm like, oh, now I'm going to push to get it back. <laughs> well, you come up against Perth Glory on uh, on New Year's Day. What's the, the message there? What's the game plan? What do you need to improve on? Obviously, the finishing is, is one thing, but... Uh, uh, to get a win on the board uh, on home soil, what, what do you think is the priority in this one? I think we need to start fast. Mm. Go out from the first whistle and play till the end. The main thing is having winning, wanting to win in our head from the start to the end. Did you guys have predetermined goals that you'd set out for the season of was it making the finals? What was, Or was it more just about like the style of play that you really wanted to have perfected by the end of the season? I think our biggest goal was take it week by week, win one game at a time. Don't think too far ahead, one game at a time. Win our 1v1 battles and win on the field sort of thing. Don't think about the next game. Well, shall we go, go with the customary question then, Pakul? Because we're trying to educate here at Radio Dub. We ask all of our player guests uh, to name one player uh, either from your own team or from another team that you've maybe played against. This is hard for you because you haven't been here that long, but one player to keep an eye on, one, some, one player that you think is flying under the radar a little bit because we want to we educate. We exactly. want people to, to know the up-and-coming talents in this competition. So who's stood out to you so far across the league? Can I say our team? <laughs> yeah, I think everyone in our team like works hard pretty much, and I think it's going to be the ones that you don't expect that will come in and our subs always have an impact. This is the biggest thing. For one player, I don't know if I can pinpoint someone. Maybe so, maybe you, you can cheat and say yourself. That's fine. You can say yourself. <laughs> no, she'll be starting. She wasn't exactly, talking about exactly. her. <laughs> well, Paige, thank you so much for joining us here on Radio Dub. Uh, enjoy the rest of your uh, your time off that you've had and, and your recuperation and uh, get ready for that game on New Year's Day against Perth Glory. We can't wait to see what you come up with. Thank you. Looking forward to it. Thank you for having me. That's right. Absolute pleasure. Paige Haywood joining us here on Radio Dub. We'll go to a final break and uh, we've got a Sydney derby to review on the other side. Exactly. Pickett, she lays it off. Teresa Pilar. 